I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. All right, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about, we got here, the fund, it should be the launch formula, Lincoln wrote it out wrong, fund <laughs> launch formula 2.0, um, and we put, I mean, it's, I don't know what year it is, 2011, maybe, yeah. 2.0, um, <laughs> going, going way back, but this actually is a crucial video on what is involved? You guys probably know the fund launch formula by now. Step number one, find the deal. Two, structure the deal. Three, raise the capital. Four, file the docs. What does that mean? So in this video, we want to go in depth on each step. What is the timeline of what you're doing? When do you set up the bank accounts? When, when do, you- do I put a pitch deck together? Mm-hmm. When do I you know, actually file my docs? Like in terms of when do I set up my bank account, my entities and all of all those things? A lot of questions we get. We hope to answer them right here right now. Okay, so let's define this a little more though first, Bridger. Finding the deal, what does that actually mean? So let's use an example of a hedge fund, okay? So when, when I say find the deal, you guys have heard before the Lamborghini example, right? The example my dad gave me, if we found a great Lamborghini, if we, you know, we could buy it for 50 grand on Saturday, I could go raise the money, right? That's how he helped me overcome my money concerns. You guys have heard that before in previous videos. So find the deal. When I say deal, this is your investing strategy, your thesis. Now, this is the same structure, by the way, for a syndication or for a fund. So in the case of a hedge fund, and maybe you're going to do a hedge fund incubator, or maybe a small version of a hedge fund, your deal would be your trading strategy, your algorithm, the way that you're going to trade. Maybe it's cryptocurrency or futures or options or commodities. You're, yeah, how are you going to find alpha? Why are you someone they should bet on? Or who's a partner that you could find that has that incredible strategy, that incredible deal? Does that make sense? So one of the best things that you can do is once you think you figured it out and you found your alpha, just put it down on paper, okay? That's This is when you should be making your pitch deck. Whether you're going to use it or not, you should still write it down, right? You obviously can raise money without having a pitch deck, but putting it down in methodical, like thought out order, and then you, you'll just know it'll help you in your ability to raise money. So just put it down on paper and put a pitch deck together. And, and when you're doing this pitch deck, this is this is rough draft version, right? You're just yeah. throwing stuff down. You're thinking through what types of things you would pitch your investor. And with an example for a hedge fund, again, are you how much? What's your minimum capital commitment? How much money do you want from investors? How much money could you manage? right? A lot of funds will cap out at some range. Maybe it's a billion, maybe it's uh, 10 million, maybe it's only a million dollars that you feel you could adequately deploy and execute on your strategy. You're going to put that all in here. By the way, in step two below in structure of the deal that we have in the course, we have a great example of framing where you can think, it'll help you think through what you want to do in your fund. So you're right here. You'll think through, do I want to charge management fees? Do I want to charge a performance fees? How do I want those look? What's my carry? What's my catch up? All that stuff you're putting together. Maybe you can put another line here on, on framing just out your fund on how the fund will look. Great. So framing out your fund. So these happen in tandem. The, you know, when you're putting a pitch deck together, it's a comprehensive process. It's not a sit down once and you're done, right? You're going to make edits to this. You're going to change it. You're going to adjust your pitch and cater it to a way that appeals to your investors. So along with that is you may put a pitch deck together and you realize 
you know, who am I going to have as my fund admin? Mm -hmm. And what pieces of my team am I missing? So in, in this process of finding the deal, structuring the deal, you should be looking at, you know, because on in your deck, you want to have like who you're, if you're a hedge fund, like who your prime broker is. So start shopping around. You don't have to commit to anything, but just have somebody is like, hey, this is our identified preferred partner for this, right? And then of course, team. And if, like, if you're lacking credibility, then who could you get on your board and start thinking about these things early, right? And I love what Lincoln said. You're iterating this whole time. So you're going back to the pitch deck, you're finding new team members. Maybe other team members are falling off. You're putting together what you think is a frame, truly a frame, that's what we call this this number two structure, and you're framing out your deal and fund about who's gonna be involved. So as you're getting these things together, I think is a great practice to go and start pitching your fund, pitching your deal. Now these pitches are gonna vary a lot over time as you go, but I like to start working with potential investors. And the, the first people I go to on this right here, and you'll do this a lot of times, by the way, step one, two, and three, you're going to go do this once. And then you're going to go back to the beginning. Oh shoot, we got to find a different dealer track. And you're going to come back and restructure. And then you're going to repitch and you're going to go back and you're going to be doing this as a loop until you feel like you've narrowed it down to exactly what you want. I, I'm launching a fund right now. I have done this iteration probably three or four times. We've gone back, found different types of deals. We've repositioned our team. We've redone our pitch deck probably three or four times because what helps us the most, because right now you might be sitting there, Bridger Lincoln, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to put on my deck. I don't know what investors want. Neither do we. Yeah. We have no clue. You don't. We don't. Nobody knows. You have to go and test. This is every business book you ever hear about. They always talk about market testing. This is your market testing. Mm -hmm. You go and pitch investors. And you can go to a former boss. You can go to a neighbor that maybe has a little bit of money. Peers. Peers. You know? And you start pitching your grandma, everybody, and you ask them. And I like to make it real. I, instead of saying, hey, hypothetically, would you invest? I go, hey, actually, we're looking for money. Can we put you down for, even if it's a small amount, $10,000? And what it does is it makes them treat it seriously. Mm -hmm. And they'll start bringing up concerns. Well, you know what? I actually don't love your team. I, I just don't see enough people on here that I would trust you guys. Or maybe I don't love the, the idea of yeah. investing in cryptocurrency. There's no collateral. There's mm -hmm. all sorts of these different risks or problems that they might bring up. And then you know how to address those in future meetings. So kind of a word of the wise is don't go to your biggest fish first, mm -hmm. right? Like you don't want to go to your, you know, your most likely investor that's going to put money with you. You want to wait until your, you know, your pitch is been massaged and, and practiced and articulated. So you know exactly what you want to say, right? What you'll have here too, is as you practice your pitch, you'll be able to overcome objections a lot easier and think through because investors are going to ask you the craziest questions, stuff yeah. you never thought of. I had an investor ask me one time, what happens Bridger if you die? And I was like, he asked, I was like, I, I don't, I, uh, I, I don't know. Right. I don't know if I die in a year. And that was, a, I was like, that's a, a very informed question. It's a good question. And then the next time I got asked that question, I had a, Oh, Oh yeah. This is what we have this whole thing mapped out and I had it all ready to go. There's questions that you're just going to over time, build up a question bank mm -hmm. that you and your partners, when you're pitching investors will get better and better and more refined as you go and iterate on this. The worst thing you can do is do this backwards is go spend the money. Um, you have one idea and you have one fund you're going to do. And you say, we're going to pitch, we're going to either raise a hundred million or we're going to raise zero. 
and you go out and you pitch a best and you don't iterate, you don't adjust, you don't adapt. And a lot of those funds never actually launch. They never actually make it. They don't end, end up hitting the pavement because they don't do this iterate p- process. So you might be wondering about, you know, general solicitation laws and making sure you're compliant there. You know, soft commitments, as long as this is people in your network that you already know, you know, you're not sending out these blast emails or anything like that, then you're fine to do that, okay? The exception is if you're doing a 506C fund and you're relying on the public advertising exemption, then you can't go, you know, generally solicit, you know, you can't set up a marketing or funnels and all that stuff and and try and get, that. that's not a soft commitment when you're generally advertising that way. That's a great clarification too. Uh, when we say soft commitment, what does that mean, right? We, what I mean by soft commitment and what we've done for our funds is I'll go in, I'll ask an investor, I'll say, hey, we've got this great pitch. We've got this great team. I have my, maybe my deck there. And I say, hey, we're not all the way set up yet. This is not filed. We plan yeah. to be ready to go in about three or four weeks to do all this. If everything checks out, if it all comes together, can we put you down for $500,000? For this fund and that usually it pulls out a lot of questions from them mm-hmm. and it's it's hypothetical it's you're not selling if you do it the right way you're not selling security you're not soliciting securities in that way shape or form and you're grabbing soft commitments from investors so that's that's how i do it and i say hey i'm gonna it's not a hard this is a soft commitment i'm gonna come back in about three weeks with all of our docs done you're gonna have to re-review them and recheck everything but this is what we're planning on doing in three or four weeks so another way to kind of even if you want to solidify a soft commitment even more is i've seen a lot of investors you know, it's not an LPA or a PPM. It's no legal document, but they'll draft up just like a little one pager. You know, it's like they're checking the box that they're an accredited investor and they're saying, hey, I'm planning on committing X amount of dollars on this date. Sign your name, you know, and like with a bunch of contingencies, it's not legally binding, but it helps the investor be more bought in, right? If they've signed their name on something, then it's more legit, right? And <laughs> it's more more defined. So that, I mean, that that's something great that you can do. But up to this point, like you haven't really spent any money money at all. Right here, bam, zero dollars. Yeah. Zero dollars spent. If you guys remember, I had a podcast episode I launched a little bit ago that talked about three weeks and 500 bucks. You can launch 99% of your businesses with a time. Give yourself a timeline and a budget. This whole thing you can do in three weeks and less than 500 bucks, even zero dollars to get to this point to test out your fund idea. So after this process, once you've got soft capital commitments, you've proved your concept, right? You've proved your investment strategy. Then you go and you talk with an attorney and get your docs filed. Now, and kind of the first step in that is probably setting up your entities. So with the, whatever lawyer you choose to use, they're going to have their whole timeline. They're going to they're going to help you do all of this. So that this is when though you start setting up entities, like Lincoln said, this is when you start setting up. Once those are entities are set up, you can then go and find bank accounts mm-hmm. for whatever type you're doing. In this example, we're talking about hedge funds. So we in other videos we talk about UBS and there's other banks that you can use there. So you'll set up your entity, bank account, and then they will help you draft your LPA. PPM or operating agreement, depending on what's going on. This process typically takes around very quickly, I think would be two weeks to about six weeks Mm -hmm. to get done. But it can go longer, usually not shorter than two weeks, but it can go longer depending on the complexity of your offering. Okay. So you want to give yourself a little bit of hedge. And that's why when you're doing these soft commitments, it's wise to give yourself a buffer like, hey, end of Q1, end of Q3, you know, this is when we're going to close in the future. Your lawyers will help you with all this as well. So 
defer to legal counsel with them and they're going to help you with your state or country or whatever you're fine. They know the laws better than we do. We're trying to give you a general outline here. This week, actually, I talked to five securities attorneys this week on fund structure and documents, how much they would cost and timeline. I got price points anywhere from $10,000 all the way up to $125,000 to set up the exact same fund. And uh, just so you know, that is kind of the range that you're playing with. Now, below in the course, actually, we have connections to great law firms that give our students huge discounts because you guys are informed and know what you're doing. When you go to a lawyer and you know exactly what you want and you've done all this, this process, it actually saves you a ton of money. Most of these lawyers are used to how the guys on Wall Street launch funds. They come with a fund idea. They want to launch their hedge fund. They go and pitch and then they come back and have to iterate and change their fund docs. And lawyers love that and they just get paid by the hour. And so they love, they do four or five iterations and they charge $50,000, $60,000 for fund docs. That's not how we do it. We know exactly what we want. We've done all the work ourselves. We go to a lawyer and we're they're just taking orders from us, right? And they can get docs done, usually with our group, a lot faster than other people outside. Okay. And then once you have your doc set up, then you're good, right? You can, you can go and raise money. You can solicit depending on your fund structuring and fund type. Um, but that's when you go, you actually get the, the documents signed and you start running. This will depend too. Your lawyers will help you this, whatever state you raise money from, you have to file in that state. But they, again, these lawyers, this is what they do professionally. They will help you in whatever you're doing for your fund. So I wouldn't worry about that stuff. The, the harder part and the part that you need to worry about is this stuff over here. Step one, two, and three, that's where your secret sauce, that's where you've got to come in and do all the work. The step four, I would not worry about as much. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the course, we teach you below all the, the stuff you need to understand what they're doing. But again, you're going to default to legal counsel and you're paying these guys good money to go out and do this. The last thing I'll note on this cost, okay? Bridger mm-hmm. Lincoln, how much should I spend on a first-time fund, I would say don't spend over thirty-five grand if it's your no. first fund because in a year or two when you launch your second or third fund, you're going to tweak and change stuff anyways, right? So I would stay a little bit cheaper. You don't need to go the cheapest. I probably wouldn't do the cheapest route out there. Yeah. And the lawyers that we have in, below in the course, are I, we've vetted and we think are good partners. You can use whoever you'd like though. As you get more sophisticated and bigger and have institutional investors, yes, you're going to want expensive docs. You don't want an investor to not invest with you because your docs were not adequate to their investing standards. But on your first fund, I would stay below 30 grand. And then the last thing I'll say is these are reimbursable expenses of the fund. So if you've soft, you know, soft raised $10 million and you spend 30 grand on docs, that's a deduction from the 10 million, the, t- the fund pays that for you. As long as it's defined in your offering documents, yep. right? Which, and you're drafting, you're paying to draft the offering documents, which is great. So that's what you do. So again, to recap on everything we talked about, step one, again, finding that deal is so crucial, okay? Mm-hmm. Getting that pitch deck, that framing, that team, <laughs> that admin all together on the first step is crucial. And you'll iterate and change this over time and that's okay. I wanna add something there. You may be wondering, well, what if the deal is time sensitive, right? What if I'm going to miss out on this deal? Mm. Like that's okay. Okay. Like if one deal passes you by, then it's not the worst thing in the world. You can still in your deck, you're going to want to have like, this is the type of property or this is the type of company that we're investing in. Okay. You're, you got to think long-term here. Now, something you can do as well, if it is a time sensitive deal, we just did this in our fund. We will set up a side syndication, go and acquire, purchase the deal, 
with a plan to sell it into the fund a few months later. This only works for private equity or real estate type of funds, but you they call it wholesaling properties or deals into your fund. It's another way to get around that if it's a time sensitive deal. Yeah. So back to the review. So focus on that deal. You're going to structure the deal out, putting together all this stuff, going out and raising money, getting investors lined up and seeing what they think. Do not come complain to me and Lincoln on a coaching car or something. If you have not talked to at least 10 investors, 10, and that's going to be hard to be honest, talking to 10 investors is a hard deal. But if you have not talked to at least 10 investors, that is your main focus right now. You should not be coming and asking us again, what I don't know what to do. Go talk to investors, start yeah. pitching your stuff. And then once maybe 10 or 15 investors, then, okay, let's talk to us. You can talk up on the calls, whatever. And we're going to help iterate and change things to help you get there. But start talking to investors. You need, if you talk to one or two investors, and they don't like it. Go back. You need yeah. to go talk to more investors. Don't complain to us that investors didn't like it after your second investor. You need to talk to a good number of investors to get a sample size of what they think of this offering. And then after that, finally, finding a good legal counsel in your state or area or type of fund. We have good partners again below and they're gonna help you with all this stuff of getting everything set up and getting moving on your fund. So that's it. That's the fund formula 2.0. <laughs> there it is again. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Hey, hey, what's going on? Wasn't that awesome? So what we've done is made a Facebook group that is free to the public. You've got to opt in and join it, but I go live in there every single Wednesday to walk through your questions, do live Q&A and walk through new topics. So if you want to connect with me, want me to answer your questions directly, join our Facebook group. It's Investment Fund Secrets. If you go online, you'll see it. We have a private group for our mastermind members. It's not that one. It's our free group. You guys can hop in, get questions answered, meet other people starting funds and, and join our Investment Fund Secrets family. If you guys are interested, go to Facebook Investment Fund Seekers. I'll see you guys inside.